Mark chapter 5 and verse 24. This is right after Jairus had come to the Lord. And he's saying, my daughter's sick and lieth at the point of death. And he's saying, come and lay your hand on her that she may be healed and she shall live. And, you know, we see Jairus' faith here. But that's in the middle of this, though. Jesus is on the way to heal Jairus' daughter. And spoiler alert, he does. But in the middle of this, in verse 24, Jesus went with him. Much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she had said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and you're asking, who touched me? Who, who didn't touch you is the question. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I want to talk to us a few minutes today about a certain woman. A certain woman. Can we lift our hands and pray for the word of the Lord today? Lord, I thank you for your presence, your sweet presence that's in this house today. Lord, I do feel the peace of God. I feel peace that passes understanding. Lord, and you know and you see that I struggled this morning. But now I feel my help coming on. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost in this house today. And I believe that lives are going to be changed in the next few minutes. And I speak that over each and every person in this place today. In the name of Jesus, energize us, energize our minds and our spirits. Open our ears to hear the word of the Lord and to receive it with gladness. And if you believe God's going to do it, could you clap your hands and shout unto God with a voice of triumph? Somebody shout in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. High five your neighbor before you're seated. We live in uncertain times. Can I get an amen? Amen. We certainly live in uncertain times. The world 
is a mess. And that is more the truth with each passing day. These are uncertain times because unless you make an extra effort to pay very, very close attention to things and you're investigating as much as you can and maybe you're what some would call a conspiracy theorist and really we live day to day and while we know the world's crazy and uncertain, we kind of just live day to day and there are things going on. There are things that are progressing. There are things that are taking place every day that might change the course of the world and the culture and the way that we live. And really, we don't even know it from day to day because we're living our life. But these are uncertain times. I'm not certain that the economy won't crash tomorrow. I'm not certain that we won't be in the middle of World War III before lunchtime today. <laughs> These are not jokes. <laughs> I'm not certain that anything I see in, in the news is, is real or even accurate at all. Uh, I'm not certain what country is going to invade which country next. I'm not certain that, that uh, you know, I'm not certain of the next just unbelievable thing that we're going to hear about going on in our world. I'm not, I'm not certain that Taco Bell meat is real meat. I'm not. I'll be honest with you, I lay awake some nights and I wonder. I'm not certain that Brother Brian is not a pirate captain that actually discovered the fountain of youth hundreds of years ago. I'm not certain, people. I mess with Brother Brian about his age a lot. There's a lot of things I'm not certain about. And it's difficult in this world today to know what I can and cannot believe. It's hard to know if I can put my trust in leaders. In our, in, in our world, in our governments. And it's hard to know what's real and what's not real. And again, not to sound crazy, but I, I mean that quite literally. Technology, AI. <laughs> there are things that might be before your eyes that you think's real and it's not real. I just... Our world is advancing in that way so that everything is so uncertain. And it's hard to be certain about anything because they are, these are uncertain times. But the Bible tells me about a certain woman. And not only was she a certain woman, she was a certain woman. She said, I am certain. Y'all going to have to help me preach today. I am certain that I have dealt with this sickness for 12 years. I am certain that I have seen every doctor, every physician. I am certain that I have spent every dime that I have. I am certain that after all this, I have only gotten worse and not better at all. But I heard 
that Jesus is going to be passing by today. And I heard that Jesus was healing blind people. I heard that Jesus was making lame men walk. I heard that Jesus was getting people off of sick beds. And I heard that he's going to be passing by my apartment later today in the street. And so I am certain that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Come on, somebody, and help me preach today. There was a certain woman. There was a certain woman. She said, I'm certain that I've given everything I've had. But I am certain that if I can just get to where Jesus is. Here, y'all ain't going to help me preach today. I am certain that if I can just touch but his clothes. Not only was this a certain woman, this was a certain woman. And I don't mean certain, specific, but not explicitly named or stated. I mean certain, known for sure, established beyond doubt. I don't have a doubt in my mind. I, I have nothing else to lose. I've given everything. I've tried everything else. But after all I've heard about Jesus, because it said she heard about Jesus. It didn't just say she heard he was coming. It said I've heard, she heard about Jesus. And so she said, I'm certain that if I can just, uh, even if I can't speak to him. And she didn't. She said, even if I can't speak to him, if I can press through this crowd. And I can just touch the hem of his garment. This woman had great faith. Because... If, if you look at, at, through study and you look at, at what scholars have, have found and studied, it's likely that this disease that she had, this issue of blood that she had, could be transferred to other people. But still, she said, I've got to press through this crowd. And she probably touched a lot of other people before she was able to touch the hem of his garment. But she said, I don't care what I have to do. I don't care if I'm hurting. I don't care if I'm weak. I don't care if I'm sick. I don't care if I'm bleeding. I don't care what I have to press through. I don't care if I get kicked on the way. I don't care if I have to crawl through the mud. I don't care if I have to press and give every ounce of strength I have. If I can just touch the hem of his garment. I know. I'm certain that I will be made whole. Church, I want to tell you simply today that we need this mindset in the church again. We need this mindset in the church again. Because I love programs and I love things that we do that are extracurricular. But we need to get into the mindset. I'm going to the house of the Lord because I know the Lord's going to be there. And I know after all that I've dealt with all week long, that if I can just get to the altar, if I can just get in his presence, presence if I can just get where I know Jesus is and touch the hem of his garment I know that things are going to be different I know that I'm going to be healed I know that the chains are going to fall off I know that I'm going to be delivered because I know where Jesus is going to be Oh, forgive me for getting excited today. 
I'm not yelling at you. I'm not screaming at you. I'm just excited. I'm just passionate. It's like fire shut up in my bones. And I told you I feel my help coming on now. I'm fixed to preach to you. We need this mindset again in the church. And it doesn't matter the situation. Maybe there's sickness in your body that you're tired of dealing with. Maybe there's things going on, strongholds built up in your mind, and you're tired of feeling this way. Maybe you've been battling depression and oppression. Maybe you've been bound by chains of addiction. Maybe you've been struggling with secret sin. Maybe you've been going through trials and tests in your life, and you're ready for something to change. You might need to be delivered. It doesn't matter what the situation is. We need the mindset again. Uh, I'm going to church. And I love seeing my brother. And I love seeing my sister. And I love to clap and dance. And I love to be in his presence with everybody else. But if nobody else is there, if I can just get in his presence... I know, I know that something's going to change. I know that something is going to change. We've been uncertain for too long, church. Uh, We let the mindset of this world creep into our thinking. That uh, I'm uncertain about everything else, so I'm uncertain whether or not God will touch me. I'm uncertain that if I pray, is it even going to reach the ceiling? Mm. We've seen too much of these things going on in the world. We've lost faith in the government. We've lost faith in the system. We've lost faith in Hollywood. We've lost faith in everything else. We've, we've, we've taken in too much of it. And maybe we've seen too many movies. Maybe we've, we've, we've ingested so much fiction. But I'm telling you, this is real. And the power of God is real. I've seen tumors disappear. I've seen sickness vanish. I've seen people delivered after years of addiction. I've seen God put broken marriages back together. I've seen God heal broken lives. I've seen people delivered from depression. I've seen it happen. I know it's real. And it happens in the presence of the Lord. Is anybody starting to feel certain? Is anybody starting to feel certain? I've tried everything else. Oh, but if I can just touch Jesus. But is so bad but it's been so long but I've had so much let me down lately but the doctor said this but the scan showed this but I don't know where the money's going to come from but I've been too bad but I don't have the resources you have to forgive me for being crude, but sometimes you need to get your butt out of the way and say, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory 
but God will redeem me from the realm of the dead. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. But with God, all things are possible. But God is faithful. But God, being rich in mercy. Come on, somebody. Oh, I can give a lot of excuses, but God, but God, but God, for every excuse I can give, there's 10 promises. For every excuse I can rattle off, there's 10 promises. I'm trying to get us to understand, church. I'm trying to get us to understand we can give excuse after excuse and maybe it's been a long time and maybe you've tried everything else and maybe you've tried some things more than once and it's been the same thing over and over again but you need to be like this woman that said I don't care how many times I've tried I don't care how long I've dealt with it I know where Jesus is gonna be and I can look foolish, and I might even feel foolish, but I'm still going to press through the crowd. Oh, I prayed last week, and I didn't see it, but this week I'm still going to press through because I believe that if I can touch the hem of his garment, I believe, I'm certain that if I, I believe that if I can touch Jesus, Something's going to change. Something's going to change. Something's going to change. So I'm going to try, try again. I'm going to keep going to the master. I'm going to keep going to the fountain of life. I'm going to keep going to the strong tower. I'm going to keep going to the healer because I know he is a healer. I know he is a redeemer. I know he... Oh... Oh, and I tell you, I I can feel some pushback right now. I can feel some pushback right now. He ain't got to do all that screaming. He ain't got to do all those, those theatrics. Let me tell you, I already told you, the world's weird anyway. This don't even touch weird. I'm passionate about the Word of God. I told you it's like fire shut up in my bones. And if people can stand up in the seats at a Georgia game and paint their faces and and holler and and I'm gonna holler and tell somebody you can leave this place healed today. You can leave this place restored today. You can leave this place free from the shackles that have bound your life. Oh. And it's not my screaming, and it's not my dancing, but it's the power of God. And I've come today, not with fancy words, but a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. And somebody needs to lift your hands right now and say, I'm ready to touch the Lord. The power of God is falling in this room right now. Oh, The music ain't playing, but the power is falling. Nobody's singing, but the power is falling. 
the Holy Ghost is moving in this room right now. I might not be your favorite preacher, but the God of the universe, the God of creation is moving in this room right now. And it's not magic, and it's not scary, and it's not a fairy tale. The Holy Ghost is moving in this room right now. I tell you what, if I if I got up here and I sweated through my shirt and I screamed and hollered and ran around on this platform and nothing happened, you can call me a fool. But I've seen it enough times. I've seen God work enough times that I'm passionate and I'm excited when I get into the presence of the Lord. And he baptizes me with a fresh revelation that I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am your redeemer. Give me just another minute. Church, we, 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 we trust. Uh, I, got, I got a headache coming on. I'm going to pop a couple Tylenol and it'll feel better. And we, and we trust. It's going uh, to ease up. We trust. My food's cold. I'm going to stick it in the microwave. And we trust that the microwave is going to warm our food up. We trust. I'm going to stick my, my key in the ignition. I'm going to crank the car and it's, it's going to run and get me where I'm going. Can we not trust, I am the Lord that healeth thee? Can we not trust, by his stripes we are healed? Can we not trust that his blood cleanses us from all sin? Can we not trust that he's the healer and the deliverer just like he said that he is? Do we believe in God or do we not? Do we believe in an all-powerful God that can do anything, or do we not? God, cleanse my mind of everything else that that pollutes my vision mm, of you and what you can do and who you are. Church, we need to get the fear image out of out, out out of your mind, musicians, you can come. Give uh, me just another minute. I want to tell us though, we we've got to get the fear image out of our mind because we've been let down by too many other things in this world, been let down by people in this world, been let down by relationships. Been we've had other things that just have not come through. We've had so many things not work out. But I'm t- and that can when we that can pollute our vision of God when we get to the altar and we feel like okay I'm going to the altar to roll the dice. That's not how it works. I'm not rolling the dice when I talk to the Lord. If I go to the altar to be healed, I believe I'm going up here to be healed. Some of us, we sit back in our seat because we have doubt and fear in our mind. 
You need to let somebody know today, hey, uh, I'm going up to get healed. Be back in a minute. I'm going up to the altar to drop these chains. I'll be back in a minute. I'm going up to the altar and God's going to do a work in me. Be back in a second. It is His good pleasure, the Bible says, to give us the kingdom. It's His good pleasure to heal. It's His good pleasure to set free and to forgive and to restore and to redeem. And we think about it like, I gotta go up before the Lord, and Lord, I, I, I know I've, I know I don't deserve it, but it's not about what you deserve. Thank God I don't get what I deserve. Thank God you don't get what you deserve. He don't give us what we deserve. He's a good Father, and we come up timid and shy, and God is sitting on the windows of heaven saying he messed up and fell flat on his face yesterday I hope he comes up and asks for forgiveness they're sick in their body I hope they come up and ask for healing they've been battling addiction I wish they would come up to the altar today and ask me to set them free because I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready to go the Lord is sitting on go and we're sitting on our hands Stand with me all across this building. We've got to get that fear image out of our mind and get a faith image. I am certain. Somebody say, I am certain. I'm certain. I have no doubt. It's, it's established beyond all doubt. One writer wrote and said, I am persuaded mm. I am persuaded uh, okay Jake's using his word now it ain't my word but I'll apply it to my life I am persuaded there ain't nothing there is nothing that can separate me from the love of God there's nothing that can separate me from the healing power of God there's nothing that can separate me from the chain-breaking power of the Holy Ghost. And so I'm asking, I'm asking all the certain people, would you have enough faith today? Nobody's going to lay you in the floor and, 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 and tackle you and dogpile you. But I'm asking, can you come up and touch the Lord? It says she pressed through and she touched Him. She didn't say, Lord, touch me. She said, I'm going to press through and touch him. Would anybody have enough faith today? Are there any certain people? And we are getting ready to baptize some, but we're, we're going to be right here in this moment right now. Are there any certain people that would come up to the altar today and cry out to the Lord and name your affliction? Name the thing that's been troubling you and say, Lord, I need you to heal me. I need you to set me free. I need these chains to be gone when I leave here today. Can anybody start to lift your voice to the Lord right now and cry out? Can somebody have enough faith to touch the hem of his garment right now? I don't have to pray another prayer over you. You lift your voice. If you need to, find somebody to pray with and join your faith. But I believe God's going to touch somebody right now.